The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm very tired, very cranky. I'm trying to get the <laughs> fights. Um, we have Kevin Holland and Rob Font today, which is great. Um, two guys I really want to talk to after extremely impressive wins uh, over really, really good fighters. That, that was a great card. It um, was a great card, Jimmy. And it was a great morning. And I, I never thought I'd say this to another man. But you're, listen, don't get mad at me when you're cranky. But you're, you're cute when you're cranky. I never thought I'd say that to another human being, a man. I'm just, I'm just tired. I, I, you know, I, I don't sleep well. And last night I probably got an hour's worth of sleep, which is bad for your health. Why? Why aren't you sleeping? I can't fall asleep. Maybe because Sundays I sleep in a little bit and then I'm not tired enough to go to bed. I I don't know, Matt. It's just, it's very frustrating. I I could pile on and be like, well, maybe you should train a little bit. Yeah. You're not wrong, but I'm too tired to train. I mean, I have no energy. That's not well. I know you don't like to get hairy, but you could always get your TRT tested. Your test. I did. I dude. I got all those tests taken. Did I tell you? I I went to Rogan's guy, um, and, and got all of uh, the blood work done, and uh, they recommend testosterone. How we doing? For regular testosterone, I'm actually good, but for the free range stuff, which is the stuff you really that matters, I'm low. But I'm gonna try to do something natural first. Like they're recommending a bunch of vitamins and stuff, but I'm pretty healthy. But if that doesn't work, I'm debating doing it. Um, I just don't want to be hooked on it forever. Well, listen, man, I feel fucking great, except for my my stomach. But that's whole other issues, man. But uh, what do you mean your stomach? Because of the TRT? No, no, I don't do my TRT. It has to do with my ass. I got I got I got ulcerative colitis. Oh, right, right. Okay. Oh, so I'm up at night for different reasons. Yeah, it stinks. No pun intended. Yeah, but listen, sucks. 
Yeah, but what am I going to do? You know, at least I got abs. I feel good. Yeah, you do. I'm so honest when anybody asks me, Matt, you look good. You really look good. I'm like, yeah, you know, I do a lot of jujitsu, which is not lying. I'm on the mats a lot. Also not lying. Teaching sure. a lot. You are on the mats. I'm also on the throne a lot. So, hey, you know, you, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Jimmy, to yeah. speak of being on the mat, oh, mats a lot, I, I was at my school this morning. Yes. Now, look at this promotion. I told you I gave a, a nice promotion out today. Yeah. Now, this was way overdue. I was going to give this guy maybe straight to black belt in like another year or so. This guy's really good. But he's one of our my fighters, our fighters, mine and Ray Longo's, one of our favorite guys, raging ally of Quinter. I gave, yes. him, I gave him his brown belt today. But let me just add that literally i was going to give it to him at a we have an annual barbecue that you know about that's usually in august i was gonna give i invited you every year but i was gonna give it to him then at before the pandemic (laughs) that's how long ago and then he missed that he left early so i'm like all right i'll give it to him uh next time i see him and then i'm like oh next thing you know i'm like all right we're going to Australia. I'll give it to him in Australia during one of his fights. Sure. I, I, you know me, Jimmy. I forgot to bring it on the on the plane, you know? I understand. So, next thing you know, it's been a few years. So it's a little late. Yeah. But, and he's probably, and he's getting towards a black belt in the year, you said, right? I mean, you you can't really skip over the belt. So I'm like, let's get this going. So I finally seen him today. I go, all right, Janelle. You can look at my Instagram. I tell the same story. But, you know, he's a, he's a great man. And he's a very, you know... Skilled grappler. So was like, he happy? Oh, he's happy. He goes, ah, great way to start the day, you know. Ray Janelle's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. You look on my also look on my Instagram, myself, Raging Al, and the late great Paul Harrison, the Hulk, going on a road trip. Oh. Listening, listening to In and Out of Love by uh the great Tyrone Woodley. I mean, got a little bit of a buzz going. Is there anything better? And if you look on that video, you can see the, the, the it's like the birds were chirping. We were the music was on. Let me see, Jimmy. Jimmy now, now I'm burying my friend. All right, enough of the fucking Grim Reaper shit. Oh, I know. Yeah, Rob Vaughn. Right. We got Rob Vaughn coming. Hey, Rob Vaughn. Holy shit, man. Who? I mean, I don't know if he. Who was the favorite in that fight with him and Adrian? Is, was Yanez the favorite? I don't remember. We'll ask him. I, I, I don't know. I know that uh, Adrian was 12 and, oh. and Rob was number six. Oh, Yanez yeah, was I, favored. Wow. He was favored. He won his spot. But let's talk to him. Yeah, that's how you should be looking. You should be outside after a victory like that. <laughs> yeah, Rob. Yeah, Mr. Font. Let's go. How hey. you guys doing? How you doing, How Rob? Feel taking out a, a kid like that with an and a listen. We have a lot of respect for Adrian. Uh, he's, he's just and first of all, he's another. He's a really nice kid too. A tough kid. Uh, yeah. I respect his lineage. I love his skill set. But I mean, Rob, I'm not saying you were. You listen. He he was channeled in. He wanted your spot, and I mean, you answered the call. How are we feeling coming into this? Oh, great, man. I felt like, um, you know, like the UFC was pushing them. The media were pushing them. I bought in. I started pushing them myself. I was like, all right, well, let's, let's jump on the bandwagon. Let's try to sell these guys as much as possible. And, you know, uh, but in the back of my mind, like, I just, they, these guys, they just don't know. They just don't know that what was about to happen, you know. And so it was more of one of those things, like, uh, 
let's big him up. Let's make him seem like the biggest, scariest monster we could possibly make him sound like, and then go out there and knock him out. You know, well, uh, I felt like you know he 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 fought. He's he's did what he had to do with with the with the the fighters that they threw in front of him. But he hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't been in there. He hasn't really been tested. He hasn't really got in there with a skilled guy. You know, his last W was over Randy Costa and Tony Kelly, and. I mean, that's just not going to do it, you know. Like, yeah, that's just not going to do it. Uh, now, I'm not saying he's not—he's not quick. He's not—he doesn't hit hard and all that. But like, he—he—he—it just wasn't—it wasn't what they were selling, you know. I'm like, I don't. Like, you guys are building him up, but when you look and you break down his record and you look at his skill set and you look at his fight, and even if you go back and watch that Randy Costa fight or even the David Grant fight, like, I, it could have been questioned like he that maybe he even lost that David Grant fight, you know. Like, so I'm like, all right, bro. Like, this is like this is the perfect non-ranked fighter that I can get with the biggest name in, 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 in uh and I know he's gonna make it exciting as well and uh and, and you saw what happened. He he looked good uh, but you you looked I don't know if I've, you, you looked as good as I've ever seen you and when you you're right because I did think of the guys he's faced he's fought some good fighters but I mean you're coming off uh, uh fights against Vera and Alda they were decision losses but they were still great fights and you beat Cody Marlon Rice Ricky Simone Sergio like you fought top 10 guys and uh, are you his first top 10 guy because there is a big difference between uh 10 and down and 10 and up yeah no 100 there's, there's, there's a big difference you know um and, and like and you can't really see it until you get in there and you feel it you know you don't really you don't really you can't it's hard to explain but there's just a different there's a difference there's a difference like 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 rhythm it's a different like pace it's a different um, Phil, when you get in there with these good guys and, and like, and I'm not, and I, I was hoping he would have been that guy, but it just like, I just know he, he hasn't done that yet. And, and I have, and, and I've been, I've been on both sides of, uh, of, uh, in his position as well. Like when I, when I fought Marlon Marais, I was ranked number 11 and he was the third uh, ranked number three, you know, and I, but I, but I've been battle tested. I've been in before my, my debut was versus George Root. You know, that's my, I fought the, the biggest 35 you could think of. You know, so I've been in there with, with some of the, with some of the, some of these guys, you know, I, I watched George do his thing at WC. So like, I, I, since I started, I've been here with, with some tough fights, you know, so, uh, and he has it, you know, like he's been on the Dana White contender series, which is great. And, and it, it, it kind of like hurts. It, it's good and bad for you too. Cause you get a lot of pop, but you, but you're fighting, you're basically fighting local fights. He's basically fighting a, like a, a CES CFFC fight on, on a big stage, you know what I'm saying? Which, you get the, the buzz, you get the pop, but you're not fighting like the legitimate threats, you know, like, like, like how I had to when I first got in, like I was fighting, my debut was again, George Root, you know, I didn't, I didn't get to kind of like fight the, the local guy in New England and, and get into the UFC, you know, or fighting those type of guys in the UFC and he has, you know, so it's kind of like, all right, let's, let's sell them up as much as possible. Let's play the game and then go out there and just, and just shock the world. To everybody else, once in like it's a shock, but we all knew what was going to happen, you know. And again, like could it could have been? I'm saying that now, and it's easier to say that after a W. Sure. It could have it could have easily been like I'm back to another five round war because he got me with some good shots, you know. I'm 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 back out yeah. here with some sunglasses, you know. So it wasn't like that, but it just I knew he could it couldn't just keep doing it, you know. I knew he wouldn't be able to just keep going, you know. And uh, and it worked out in my favor, so uh, I'm definitely thankful. He seemed like he had good fast hands. I mean, he, he seemed like he was a good puncher, he had accurate punches. Uh, but you just, yeah, I mean, again, you looked as good as I've ever seen you. Man, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, like he's he's gonna be good. Um, you know, like uh, he moves well. He he he's real sharp. I would love to get some training in with him. Um, and and and, and you know, like I don't know how he, how he feels about that, but I would love to get some rounds with him. I could I could tell that'd be great work. Um, just straight, straight boxing, even MMA sparring. But like, but even if it's just straight boxing, I know like 
I, I've seen I, I'm in the I'm in the, I'm, in the, I'm in the boxing gym all the time, and I've seen guys like him, like a, a lot of these guys. They're, they're everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Especially in Massachusetts, man, and where we at in Lawrence. There's like there's a million 130 pound Puerto Rican Dominican fighters everywhere. So I've seen these guys before, you know, and I, and um and like I knew how how dangerous he could be. I just I didn't know how long. I just I just figured he wouldn't be able to do that the whole three rounds. Well, I I give it maybe. A couple of days. It might be too soon to call him up for some. <laughs> he might be still a little, you know, it might be a little too soon. But uh, no, but I hear you. The thing is, though, what was different? If anything, what was different with you? Now, we could say it was the inexperience, which I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, you fought assassins, including the last two that you lost to, you know, with Marlon and with uh, with Jose Aldo. But, I mean, like Jimmy said, man, you were really on point, man. From your jab to just your whole the sequence where you put those shots together yeah. when you had them. Was there any go back to the? I think you go back to the Aldo fight, and and I got I got my, I broke my overdose the first round or the first big shot he hit me. Oh, like, sure. all right, there and, you um, go. Yeah, so I broke my overdose that first round, and I just started like, and I got a little desperate in that Aldo fight. And I just started like trying things happen, and then I I fucked up and and and, uh, and kind of like. I want to say I was I was acting a fool, but I I wasn't living the professional lifestyle after that fight. I was just hanging out. I was just um, not like I want to say I wasn't partying, but I was like I was I was on I was going on vacation. Like when I got the call for Cheeto, I was in the Bahamas. And I was like, you know, I'm hanging out. You know, I'm I got Bahama yeah, Mamas in my my pocket. I'm at a private beach, and it was kind of like it was my uh, one of my nephews. I'm sorry, my uncle's uh, 60th birthday, so I'm out there. And then usually I I turn that type of stuff down. Like no. I'm focused in, I'm locked in, but it was more like, you know, I, let me take some time off. I'm, I just lost whatever. And then, but then I got the call. So like, I'm still a little butt hurt from losing. I get a call. I'm heavy. I'm, I'm kind of rushed. I'm not really training, but I'm like, this is a great fight. I don't want to say no to the, to the UFC. Sure. So I'm like, let's just do it. You know? And it felt rushed. I, 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 I know it's easier to say now, but I probably should have turned that fight down. So like when I yeah. got there, I didn't make weight. It was, it was rushed. It was like, I was going through the motions on fight week. I didn't really want to be there, but I was trying to like, like let's just fuck it up. Let's just go up there and get it done. And, and even in the fight, when it started, once it started going bad, it was like, I had a bad attitude. Like, this is stupid. This sucks. And I just wasn't mentally there, you know? Um, and I just wasn't there. Like, and it was just like, again, uh, first time miss, missing weight, first time getting in there and feeling like shit. First time, I didn't even want to warm up. It was like, it just, it just wasn't right. And then I think, and again, I, I'm not the type of guy to go out there and, and, and tell the media about that. So, like, I'm pretty sure nobody knew about yeah. that. I'm see, Adrian didn't know about that, and he's probably thinking off. He's seeing he, what he's seeing is the uh, is the you know the, the rough fight that fought Cheeto, you know, and like and like yeah. and like you know even on that fight week, I was sitting there the whole time. I was basically eating strawberry. I'm sorry, uh, watermelon shakes and oatmeal the whole week. I wasn't eating right. I, I mean, that's all I could eat. I, I was so heavy, and it was like. Yeah. And like, you did everything we can to try to get the weight down. It was just like, and then even then, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I was, how much notice did you have for that fight, Rob? Did you say? Say it again. Did you have? Uh, was it short notice that fight, or did you have it's the like, camp? It wasn't that short. I think I was just too heavy. It was only, it was like five and a half weeks. Oh, it you had five and a half. Short. It was it right. wasn't that short, but it wasn't enough. Like it was like I was like I was up to like 170 when I got the call. So I was like, oh shit, I'm heavy. I'm pretty big, you know. I, I'm I haven't really been training, and it's kind of like. It was basically right. fight camp. It was a fat camp. You know, I, I was just trying to make the weight. You know, when you're I, going into it like that, sorry, I'm sorry. When you're going into it and you know that you're feeling a little bit off and you missed weight, are you in the cage when you walk in and you go, fuck, man? Like, can you kind of feel it's like a, what, a sluggish feeling or is it just disconnected or what it's is like, it for it's you? Like, think like, like, like the, 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 
kind of like sick day at the office, you know, where you just yeah. kind of go through it. He's like, all right, I'm going to take this. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to do the job. I don't, I don't really want to be that. I wasn't, I was just going through the motion. I was basically fighting for a check. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't there to get creative. I wasn't there to kind of like perform. I wasn't there to kind of see what I could do. I want to try this. I want to try that. It was like, let's just go through it. Let's just try to win the decision and go home and, and, and fix this, you know? And, and, yeah. And that was the kind of the attitude during camp. That was the kind of attitude during the week. It was, it was, uh, it might, even my, even my nutrition was kind of like, like, I don't know, man, like we could do it, but like, it's, it's, this is going to be crazy. And, and, and it, and it backfired, you know, I, I didn't make weight enough and I, and I always make weight. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I wasn't smiling. I looked like shit. I, I felt like shit. It, it was like, like, I just, I, everything was off. I felt like I, I didn't even like my haircut that night. It was just bad. It was everything. That's funny. It's funny you said that, but that, that's funny. Hey, that, listen, it only because that brought me back. My fuck, my Greg the Barber, he cut the hair when I fought GSP. He got fucking stopped at the border for the fucking <laughs> the rematch. Hit my buddy Abe, they, they were Uriah Faber for some reason in the slammer at the border. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my money made. So I blame Greg the Barber for my losing my title. No, I'm only kidding. But, hey, hey, no, but listen, the feel good is the fucking, the look good is the feel good. But I feel you, bro. There's times in there where I felt like, dude, this felt just like a horrible day of sparring that I just had to get through and everybody's seen. Like, you know what I mean? So I get you. But what? I, so you, got, like, you got reignited. I mean, what's up? Like, so what? How soon after that? You're like, all right, fuck this. All right, Adrian Yanez, let's fucking go. What happened? You got the call. Where was your head at? So basically after that fight, we sat down and we said, all right, listen, like we, we, we fucked up. Like as a team, we sat together, like everybody, we fucked up. We should have said no. We should have said no and said, let's take a year off. Um, we saw what a year did for Calvin. Like, let's take the year off. No matter what UFC calls, Sean Shelley calls, we're going to say no. Like, we're going to give him a date, right? We won't fight until April. Like, that's it. And then it was like, he called for April. Uh, I think he even called, like, for one of the, I want to say they, they were trying to match me and Frankie in New York, and they're like, no, nah, we're not doing it. Like, like, like and then there's a big name. I'm like, no, nah, we're not doing it. Like, we're sticking to it. Right, we're not fighting until the year. So we did that. Um, I, I, my fiance was pregnant at the time, so even like, it was to the point where like, my we were partying so hard in the Bahamas, I ended up getting my, my fiance pregnant. So it was like, it was like, all right, so I'm like you know, so even I'm like, oh, you know, so we're, we're going hard. So it was kind of yeah. like, so like, all right, listen, I'm, I'm, she's pregnant anyways. Let's take the time off. Let's have the baby. She was born in December. From there, like we basically said, from there on, we'll, we'll, we'll get back into camp. We're training. We're, we're dieting. We're, we're being on point. We wasn't like I said, I, I got back to like my old ways where I was like, no more like going out, no more like it's your birthday, that's great, but I'm not coming. You know, you, yeah. you want to invite me on vacation, that's great, I'm cool, but no, I'm sticking here, I'm staying home, uh, I'm staying inside. And then, like, um, obviously, I, I got a baby on the way, so I'm like, we're just trying to lock everything in. And um, once she gave birth, it was once she gave birth, it, then we picked up the sparring, we picked up the uh, the conditioning, and, 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 uh, and then uh, we just basically got into the camp, and then we got the Adrian Giannis fight. It wasn't like obviously ideal to fight back was the number twelve guy, but it was like this is perfect. This is like this is not like you know like the the, the craziest uh, uh up and coming fight. Like we, I know what he's doing on paper. I can see what he's, what he's done. Um, I like the fight. He's gonna bring it. He's gonna stand there for me. So I'm like, let's just do it. And it was and everybody agreed. The team agreed. And um and so I, you basically got to focus in shape on weight, raw font, and that's what you get. And when you're fighting a guy, when you when you're fighting back numerically. 
There are guys like uh, Yanez is is a name and people are talking about it. It's like guys who are ahead of Sean O'Malley that fought him, like, or Patty. Like, there, there's times where it's an advantage because it's going to be a good fight and people want to see, all right, what does this kid do? He's a talented guy, but you're obviously a top 10 fighter and, you've, you know, everybody knows what you do. So a lot of times people want to see how does he respond to the test of fighting a guy like yourself. Um, and it had to feel good. And even, look, the Vera loss, it was still a decision loss. I mean, it wasn't like you got your ass. It was just, hey, you, you didn't do what you wanted to do. But that even, you learned the lesson. And uh, that's got to make you feel good that even on a bad night, you fight an animal like Cheeto Vera and you still make it through. And yeah. just, it's a decision. It was, it, was, it was weird. It was hard because it's when I broke my record for significant shots and, 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 I, and, I, and I was doing a lot of output. And I show that I can kind of like thug through it when I'm feeling like crap, you know, and, and which is great. And and I got paid the most money because uh, Uncle Dana even he even Facetime me. I was in the uh, at the hospital. He's like, listen, I know you didn't make weight, and I know you lost, but I'm still going to give you the win in your show. You know? So I was like, perfect. Like that's nice. So Davison Figueredo is who you want next, if if possible. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the you got the champ fighting Henry. Um, it looks like. Um, I don't know if they're going to do the Rob versus Corey fight. I'm not sure that, but that's, I think that's what I'm hearing. Um, obviously, Sean's out there, but he's, he's, uh, he's, he's not fighting anybody. He, he definitely wants that belt. Um, and I don't, and I, I know I could do the Peters out there. Cheeto would rematch would be cool, but I think they're trying to book that fight. That's what I'm hearing. So I'm like, if, if those fights don't get booked, I think the biggest name that wants to come to the division is the uh, the former champ in, in, in Figueroa. I think that'd be great. And, um, and I definitely don't want to fight backwards. So it's kind of like you still have Cruz out there, but I, I just heard he's getting booked with uh, Cody Garbrandt. So I think, uh, you know, I want another big name, ex-champion. He wants to come up to the division. I'm pretty sure he wants to get a, a high-ranked fight as well. So I think it just makes sense. Yeah, there's some good fights. Uh, sorry, Matt. Uh, there's some good fights. Uh, you haven't fought O'Malley yet, right? No. no, O'Malley or um, you and Marab. I mean, uh, I mean that would be an incredible fight. Uh, yeah, impressive, man. I, I I went jogging after I saw his last fight. I was like, I gotta <laughs> guy is a cardio machine. You know, he he. I don't know what you guys are doing with him, Sarah, but that guy's on. He's 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 different, man. Like, but um, yeah, no. It, it, there's a lot of fights out there. There's a lot of tough fights. There's there's a lot of interesting fights, and I just uh, you know, I just want to be on the right side of of, of this match moving. Well, Rob, look, I mean, it's always good talking to you, and uh, I was really happy for you. I, and I know you said, I think you said in the in the post-fight uh, interview that I needed – that it felt good to get a finish. I hadn't gotten a finish in, in a couple of years, and that, that had to make you feel really good. That Like, yeah, everything is back to where it should be. Yeah, I felt great. I, I was uh, – the fight week went smooth. The cut went smooth. Uh, like, I felt great. I felt creative. I felt like I was having fun again. I wasn't just showing up for the job. It wasn't just showing up for a check. You know, it was like – I'm doing more. The check was a bonus, you know, like all the actually the bonus check and all that. That was just extra, you know. Like I, I did it for my team. I did it for my family. I did it for us. You know, the, the cartel needed to win. You know, like go from the Josh Emmett like uh, decision with Calvin Cater, and then him losing the way he did against Arnold Allen, the way he kind of like tweaked his knee and all that, and then me coming off back to back losses. It was just it's been like a rough kind of up and down year for the for, for the team. So like we we, we all needed that, and and, and uh, it just felt great. Uh, let me ask you: Does your wife train or no? I like that she's in your corner. She boxes. She like she'll box. Like she won't like necessarily do uh like she don't like she don't like the grappling, but she'll box though. She'll kickbox. That's so boxing, funny. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. funny, man. My my wife did the kickboxing too. She had a couple few matches, yeah. and I just now now she's into jujitsu. We fight. I got her feet wet with the women's classes, and now she's full. Now she's now she's in. So that's funny, yeah, man. She, yeah. 
she 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 tried it. She just doesn't like the the sweat, and obviously, like, and then like she doesn't like not be able to do her nails and all that. And then like she doesn't like the especially in the key, you know, you mess up your fingers. She's like, yeah, I'm cool on this, but like she definitely she'll throw hands. She has some pop too. And she even hold pads for me too, so it's pretty cool. Nah, that's awesome, man. No, I always ask because when I see like a, a wife or a girlfriend, I'm like, do they train? Or sometimes somebody has like Matty Favola has his brother in the corner. Sometimes when you go to war, you just need some. It, it's whether they train or not, you just need people you're comfortable with. So yeah. I, I don't judge. I just like to know. Wait, does she train at all? But she does. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. Like she, like she, she gets it. She watches it. She, she like um, and like if she's there, she's there to. She, for me personally, she's there for me. Like if I hear her voice, I know I'm not listening. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, listen, like, if I'm if I'm completely going, completely off with what the coach is telling, like I want you to speak up. And she like, so if she if she's being if she's saying anything, I know I'm kind of like doing my own thing. I'm I'm going a wall. I'm just getting off the game plan and and kind of just you know figuring and trying to find things, but. Uh, she she definitely serves a purpose. She's she's the best with the with the weight cut, with the cooking, with the with the you know obviously making sure I, I, I'm comfortable and and um, I just I just like I just love having her there. That's good. Man. Yeah, Rob, congratulations, man! Great fight um, against a very very uh, promising opponent, and uh, you did exactly what you uh, what you needed to do. So we'll see you again soon. I can't wait to see who you fight next. Appreciate okay. you, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, Congrats, buddy. Talk man. to you again. Tell Calvin again. we said hi too. Definitely will. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, he's a good dude. And, uh, man, he looked good. Dude, that was some fight, though. That was great. That's not the last we've seen of Adrian, either. No, 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 no. I mean, like these guys, it's it's almost like um, uh, let me get the uh, I, I don't want to mispronounce uh, Raul Rosas Jr. That lost to a veteran like Christian Rodriguez. Um, I mean, that was a, a a really interesting fight. But you see what happens. Like again, and you know me, Matt. I love when a guy with more experience fights these young up and comers to see how they respond. And the guy he you know and Ross uh, Ross put in uh, uh, Rosas sorry put in too much into those takedowns in the first round he burned too much energy and uh, i think he expected a quick win and it's like no this is this is a different level of competition i was impressed with uh the poise of the um of yes and you know we love safe saeed so like oh yeah no i'm sorry was safe saeed in his corner or was he in um was he in he was definitely in sam hughes's corner so I was going to bring up Sam Hughes also. Right. Who was in Christian's corner? Find out who was in Christian Rodriguez's corner. But Sam Hughes' corner and Sam Hughes versus newcomer uh, Jack Lewin. Jack Lewin. Jack Lewin. Jack Lewin. 
Is he uh, right? I think so. Let me make sure. I feel like looks like uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Sorry. Yeah. Jacqueline uh, Amor. What is it? Amorin? Amor, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Amorin. I'm a bit of a yeah. moron. Anyway, uh, Jimmy, uh, that girl is a jiu-jitsu girl, this Jacqueline, you know? And she came out. It reminded me somewhat of Raul Ross Jr. Raul <laughs> doesn't say that that times fast. But Raul... Much like Jacqueline, they were trying to get that fight over before it began. Yeah. So what happens is they put out a fucking onslaught that overcomes a lot of fighters. But if you get some resilient mofos like Sam, Sam Hughes, she is not in that quick tab club. You understand? Her neck was getting sideways. And she, she I'll tell you, she's tough. She's been on here before that Sam Hughes. I like her a lot. And Safe Saeed was in her corner and he was saying great advice. And I, I told my wife between rounds, I go, listen, I go, listen to safe. I guarantee he's going to throw some F-bombs and get nuts. And he does. He's fun, safe. We have him on here a lot. Um, but yes, though, that's so that's now. And then you've seen a typical trait of a jiu-jitsu person. If they're not, they don't clock in enough time with the stand-up. They like to go where it feels comfortable. So the second Jacqueline, Jacqueline wasn't having her, her way, she started falling to guard, whether it's butterfly guard, full guard, looking for leg locks, but kind of half-assed. It's a safety mechanism, a defense mechanism. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. So Sam Hughes did phenomenal. And again, a big-time learning experience for Jacqueline and for Raul. And I can't say enough about that Christian Rodriguez. He was on the show. Such a nice kid. Nice kid, yeah. I'm thinking they're feeding this kid to Raul. And then when you look at it closer and when you talk to him, he was like, no, you know, you know, he was – you know, undefeated, but I only have one loss and it's because of this. And they see two upcoming prospects. I, oh, they give us the full corner. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Duke Rufus. That's what it was. It was, uh, it was uh, coach uh, Duke Rufus. uh, And then Mark Chowanski and uh, Sergio Pettis. Come on, man. A bunch of studs. I, I I love Duke, you know? So uh, yeah, man. So that's a very, a very uh, smart corner as well. Well, a guy that's, again, uh, like you said, Rosas is a young fighter and a guy that's used to overwhelming people. When you come up against somebody on the level of these, a lot of these fighters, it's like, this is not a guy who's going to be overwhelmed. This is not a guy who you're going to blitzkrieg and who's going to panic and make a wrong move. Um, You know, so he just let him, uh, you know, he he seemed like he let him kind of uh, use a lot of his energy in that first round. And you could see it in the second and by the third, you could really see it. But then it looked like a 25 year old and an 18 year old. Yeah. It yeah. It, like, did. it looked like some big brother shit. I so, think that's a good loss for Rosas. I think that's a good loss for him because again, it's a decision. He wasn't embarrassed. He fought well in the first round. You learned that lesson that, uh, you know, the way Yair lost to Frankie Edgar, you, you learn lessons when you fight these guys who have more experience than you. Um, it's what you do with it after. And Matt, we would be, uh, he- uh negligent. Yes. If yes. we did not uh, congratulate, uh Adesanya you were much closer to picking that than I was I think you said a third round stoppage I said decision I believe but um that that shot against Pajeda and Pajeda was having great success with those leg kicks and he was landing some very heavy shots um I don't believe that Israel was only playing possum I do think that he was getting a, a little bit uh hurt but man that power he's able to generate uh from that short uh bit of range I think that's kind of the way he knocked out Brunson too Man, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And uh, Alex was showing like no respect, just like going on and saying, Whoa, look at him. He's like, But you're about to give him a compliment, like, look at him, body and knee to the head. And 
But what not, I mean, I was really, I like how it's very subtle. But Israel will first, before he lands that overhand right, he like touched him with the left, a little touch. He does that to know where he is. It's like, there's the chin, boom, yeah. and he fucking, there's the head. And then even when he hit him going down, you see him come back. It's like that left hand comes back and it's from his hip and it comes back and he catches him on the way down. And then he gave that one fucking straight. That was out of an anime movie. That was, yeah. That must've felt so good for him. Yeah. You look good, man. You don't even look like you just had a fight. Uh, I did though. My legs felt like they had a fight. How hurt were your legs? It looked like he was really having success with those calf kicks. Yeah, you know what? He was, but I looked at the numbers on the kicks. I landed almost twice as many kicks as he did. I just don't have as thick as thighs as he does. You think what I'm saying? (laughs) Man, shit, Kevin. I'm so happy I got out of the sport before they started kicking people's ankles. You know what I mean? I mean, like, why are we kicking the ankle, bro? Like, kick the thigh, bro. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, sheesh. Hey, at one, at one point, did you ask, did you tell him, hey, man, it smells like weed in here or some shit? Did you say yeah, that? I, I thought maybe I was hallucinating or something, but I was I was smelling greenery, so I was like, hey, man, do you smell weed? But uh, I guess maybe I was hallucinating because he wouldn't answer me. So I thought Joe or DC said they smelled it, too. I think somebody, one of the commentators, I think, did say they heard you say that and, and said that they smelled it. But again, you know, Rogan is known to smoke pot, so it could have just been Joe's shirt. If it was, he had a hell of a shirt on, my man. I promise you that. that shit in the air. I love Miami. That was a good card. Yeah, you know, I tell you that. How did it feel to get this win? I mean, uh, you know, he's he's a very dangerous guy. Um, and and were you hurt at all in that fight? I mean, it looked like he landed some really solid shots. I wouldn't say you ever you looked like you were in danger of going out, but there's a couple of times it looked like he he landed some really uh, nice shots. I don't think I was ever hurt in the head. I mean, uh, he landed one leg kick, and I was like, I felt it like a half a second later after I went to take a step, and I said, "Oh, okay, okay, we playing that game." I said, "I'm, I'm, 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 I'm gonna chill out a little bit down there when you do kicks, you know." But uh, yeah, other than that, no, I was pretty good. Yeah, it was wasn't that bad, you know. Uh, yeah. I think I get hit a lot harder by other guys. Uh, I don't think he hit that hard or anything like that. So, I mean, I don't understand why he has all those knockouts. So, but it's cool, you know. Let me ask you now, because we haven't talked to you since the Stephen Thompson fight. And, you know, I, you're an entertainer, man, for sure. You're a natural entertainer. You're, and, and you're funny. I can see you getting into entertainment, to be honest with you. But that's another story. But when you fought Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy, and you made basically an unwritten, or maybe a, an agreement, but it was an unwritten agreement of, we're going to keep this standing, pretty much. There was a time in that fight, maybe I'm fucking crazy. But you didn't initiate a takedown, but something happened. You and you ended up on top of him. And I'm pretty sure you just got off him. Still not sure. like, Wait, what are you doing? I know you can fucking grapple, but it's like, what's going on there, man? I just want to know. I just want to know because it's like you didn't really, it's not that you didn't want to win, but you were just, I don't know. You didn't really give that much of a fuck of the W. You kind of just wanted to have a good time or something. Tell me what you were thinking about. I, I definitely wanted to have a good time, but I wanted to beat Wonder Boy striking. I don't want to beat Wonder Boy on the ground. I told Wonder Boy we were going to stand. I told Wonder, and Wonder Boy said he wanted somebody that was going to stand with him. I told Wonder Boy I'd be the guy to stand with him. I'm a man of my word. Uh, but he's a nice. I know he's a nice guy, but you know, yeah. but you were on top. But you almost am I not? So did you end up on top of him at one point? He got off him because that to me is a because I understand if you want to have that, but if a guy slips on, hey, listen, man, you slipped him on top, I'm going to elbow yeah. you in the face and try to strangle you. But you didn't do that. I know he's a nice guy, but fuck. 
No, I got up. Yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to do. I want I wanted to put him out. You know, if I if I dropped him with a strike and followed up and punched him and and he started grappling to get up, I would have still stood up. Uh, had I dropped him with a strike and he landed on his back and I needed to follow up with some strikes for the ref to stop the fight, that's honorable. I would have did that, but uh, at no point in time, it was a San Shao match in my eyes. If if I landed a takedown, that was just to buy time on maybe some strikes that he was throwing. We were going to stand back up. No matter what happened, it was a San Shao match. It was agreement that there wasn't going to be strikes like that on the ground. I was going to let you up. That was my agreement. To, but that's to, not for everybody. I mean, come on, man. Travis Lute is spitting out his fucking uh, protein shake. You can't be doing. You you're also a very skilled grappler, so you're not. You have nothing against jujitsu, right? You you'll throw in an arm lock or a triangle and. Yeah, I, I, I love I love subbing people, and uh, nice. it would have been nice to sub Wonder Boy. I would have been the only person in history to ever sub Wonder Boy in an MMA fight. That would have been sick, right? He doesn't. He's never been subbed. You could have so challenged yourself with that. That'd have been fuck? wonderful. Uh, but. I had every intention on knocking Wonderboy out with my right hand that broke. And I was almost on my way to doing it until it broke. And uh, at no point in time, I felt like I needed to change the game plan. You know, I was just, I I needed to mentally set in and switch up some of the strikes, but I would strike with Wonderboy any day of the week. I don't care what day it is, Monday through Sunday. I love it. Beautiful uh, back fist, by the way, against Ponzi. Uh, and, and he tried to repay the favor. What was it in the second? He tried to nail you with the one you hit him. I think you hit him in the first or second, and he tried to land one on, in the second or third. Oh, I, I don't even remember. All I remember is hitting him. Yeah. You remember the shots that that, that does damage. You know, I don't, only thing I remember him really landing was leg kicks. So it's just kind of the way it goes these days. Now, I want to talk to you about that fight a little more because it was so impressive. Let me ask you now, because listen, I got a similar problem, I feel. So I wanna, I want you to kind of let, because you're such a likable guy. Me and Jim, me and Jimmy, we love you. We we love having you on, and I've seen you in person. You're a fun guy. This is really you. I think I'm a fun guy. If I was an emoji, I'd be this emoji like this. So listen, yeah. <laughs> so it's listen, not the emoji I, I pick for you, but <laughs> Jimmy, cut this shit, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my thing is this: trouble finds me, dude. I'm telling you. And Dana thinks, Dana says, no, he goes, it's fucking you. And I go, it's not me. I just, maybe I have a set of scruples. There's no rules now. There's no code. I don't know what it is. I don't like being disrespected. But there's, there's some video of me getting into some incidents. I've, now look, the Italian dream comes out the other day with Jorge Masvidal. What is it with you? And there's other times, no, there's other guys too. Well, who else? But listen. Tomorrow, you know, I think at one point. Then you're fighting, then you're fighting crime. Listen. What's going on, Kevin Holland? What is it about you that people, it, it, I'm not saying trouble finds you, but, you know, circumstances arise. I mean, what is it about you? You know, me, me and one of the Blunt brothers, Jamal Hill, we were just talking about this literally yesterday. And uh, it's like, and, you know, he was like, I guess he, he was having a conversation with some others about me. And, and he put it very, very clear. You know, it's like, uh, I'm just blunt. I'm just straightforward. You know, it's like, um, I'm I'm very I'm very much blunt person in the blunt brothers. You know what I mean? I'm the blunt one in the blunt family. Uh, yeah. I keep it very straightforward. If uh somebody asks me a question, I'm gonna answer it, you know, and I need to do a better job of maybe redirecting how I answer it. But at the end of the day, I am who I am and honest is what I know, and honest is is what gets me by. Uh and I would think that a lot more people would understand because I deal with a lot of honest and up forward and straightforward people. If you ask me if I think somebody's a dickhead, I think they're a dickhead. If I think that somebody's uh, uh, a jackass, I think they're a jackass. That's just who I am. Uh, and if I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. It doesn't matter if you're sitting next to me or if you're a thousand miles away. 
Uh, it doesn't matter if it's on camera or off camera. Same thing I'm going to tell you off camera, I'm going to tell you on camera. The same way I told you off camera, I'm probably going to tell you on camera. Um, I don't care if you're the light heavyweight champ of the world at the time. I don't care if you're the middleweight champ of the world at the time. You know, me and Jamal had a conversation the other day and he was dead serious and I was dead serious on not agreeing with him. And he was like, bro, you know, I was serious, right? I was like, you know, I was serious that you're not right. And he was like, you know what? All right. It's just how I am. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Those that hate it and those that don't respect it, they can say whatever they want to say. But then again, I have this other factor about me. If you say something that I don't like, I'm going to approach it. So if I approach it and you don't like how I approach it, then it's just whatever. If it's smoke that you want, it's smoke that you get. If it's, you know, friendly smoke, a nice blunt smoke by the fire, we can do that. If you want to see which one of us can get put in the fire and roasted the most, we can do that. It's just whatever the case may be. I just don't have a problem with it. So uh, I'll take the first one. I'll take I'll take <laughs> number one, me and you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, man. So Masvidal, I mean, what, I mean, you're in the lobby. I, I didn't even know you guys knew each other. What else? Is it just a look or is it just, you know what? I don't like you. What, what, what happened there? Uh somehow some way somebody said that i was trying to trash one of these events never had intentions on trashing any of these events there was a lady friend that I, I was real cool with at the time who was cornering somebody at one of the events she couldn't make it to my dinner i was gonna go to the event i get a message that says i'm banned from going to the event i'm fucking dying laughing i'm trying to figure out what's going on i get some other messages saying that i'm trying to trash the event i'm like what the fuck i'm like i literally fight the next day how am i gonna go trash an event Right. So I wasn't stressed about it. I wasn't worried about it. It was what it was. I lose the Wonder Boy fight. I get a long message in from Jorge. I send Jorge a message back. We get a couple messages going back and forth. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of barking going on behind gates. We get in front of each other. Uh, it's still a bunch of barking. Nobody has ever yet to bite. So at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of dogs barking and nothing has ever truly happened. Um, you know, it's like there's a TMZ video of him running, you know what I mean? And it's like you're you're chasing something that's not running from you. I never ran at something that wasn't running from me, so I don't understand it. So yeah. like I said, it's a bunch of barking and no biting. Nobody's really doing anything here. It's just a bunch of he say, she say, and this and that. And yeah, the, the media, the media bites it though. Look, shit. I'm interested. Sure. I like confrontations, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah like and you never they want to see it like oh what the fuck i know we're at fights everybody's gonna fight tomorrow but they might fight right now that's what happens i don't i mean you know and props to dana for you know doing the right thing trying to keep everything simmered down and stuff like that trying to keep business going like you see what happened with the chamaya thing you know opponent switch can happen on the drop of a dime and not everybody's down for that like you know chamaya's a dog he's down for the opponent change on the last drop a second of a dime i'm down for the opponent change on the last second of a dime you know what i mean it's whatever and not everybody's down for that. And, and you know, the promotion doesn't always need stuff like that. And uh, so, you know, he did a good job of steering it away. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, George is retired now. So, you know, yeah. no reason to be interested in that man when it comes to combat sports. And uh, if it's ever another problem, well, then that has nothing to do with, uh, you know, yeah. anything else other than me and George. So it's like, uh, yeah. Only thing he has, only thing he ever had that I wanted was a big mouth belt, you know, and the way I look at it is it says BML, so it's big mouth motherfuckers, so <laughs> I mean, that's and, what I want. That, you shown that you could fucking handle yourself at either 185, 185 or 170, but shit, man, 170 just, 
I, they were mentioning it on the, the, the live broadcast, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. They are having a harder time getting you to the floor, I feel yeah. like. With the grappling, is it because of this, I mean, just the size alone? It's like, all right, these guys aren't nearly as big as these, as 185 is trying to put me down. Is, is that just, does it feel more comfortable just shucking off the uh, the grappling? I mean, since the Brunson Vittori fight and since the, uh, yeah, the Brunson and the Vittori fight, you know, I have went out and worked on my wrestling a lot more. I have worked with a lot of good wrestling coaches. I've had Johnny Hendricks around me. I, I've, I've taken a little two days to get it reduced. You know, uh, when I do see wrestlers, I don't have a problem with, you know, chopping shop with them these days. Um, I've, I've trained with, you know, a dude, Eric Sands. I've trained with a dude named Mindset Mike. You know, I've had some decent wrestling come around my way to get better. So it's hard to say that it's just the weight transfer. It does probably help to have a little bit more weight and not the guys to be bigger than me. But I do well in jiu-jitsu when guys are bigger than me. So at the end of the day, I can't say that that's just the case. Uh, maybe before I was just a little bit lazy at 185 pounds and didn't feel like doing the things that I needed to do to make it more competitive for those guys. Maybe I felt like the start of their wrestling was the start of my jujitsu and that was the end for everybody. And uh, when I got to some elite level guys, that wasn't the case. So since then, I've looked to make my wrestling better. And now I need to go ahead and make sure I secure both wrestling and jujitsu. So at the end of the day, I can't say whether it's the weight change or just me getting a little bit better. But we could always send my black ass back up to 185 and check it out and see what happens. <laughs> well, I think they were saying something too about where, where a bigger guy could get you down maybe by, by using just force. But here they have to know what they're doing. Basically, somebody can't just muscle you down. Like they have to do it properly if they're going to get you on the floor at this point. I think there was only one man that, tr I mean, two men that probably ever truly muscled me down. Uh, Thiago Santos muscled me down. I was a lot smaller at the time uh, and I was a lot less fit at the time. Uh, Vittori muscled me down. Vittori's a big fucking guy. Props yeah. to Vittori. Um, but I was still cracking him and I still had a good time with him. And when my jujitsu was able to, when he didn't, when he was trying to pass guard, I was able to reverse. Yeah. Uh, when he was trying to do things. I was able to stand up. I was able to make it a good fight. I should have relied on my cardio a little bit more that fight. Brunson, it's kind of hard to say that Brunson's not a good wrestler. I mean, I think that Brunson's a decent wrestler. He went to college for wrestling, right? So it's kind of hard to say that he's not a good wrestler. So, uh, Maybe I just haven't been against anybody at 170 pounds that knows how to fucking wrestle yet. So maybe that's why Michael Chiesa should get off the couch and come fight me in May 13th, you know? And not for anything, it should be said that when you took that, like a stud, you took that that Kamzat fight. Yeah. Well, um, on like, a day's notice or three days notice. days notice. And you were set to fight another striker pretty much. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. So it's I, like I, that's my fault, though. I had I at the time I had laid off the wrestling. You know what I mean? Like I had laid off the wrestling. I didn't think I needed it at the time. My shoulder was a little bummed. I was like, oh, I get away with this fight with just striking, and I don't have to put that extra pressure on myself. And I had laid off the wrestling where I was only wrestling maybe every other week. So that's my fault. I got I'm a mixed martial artist. I got to do it all. So had I did it all, that would have been a hell of an opportunity. Because I've seen that's true, but I've seen like even in that little exchange, people are like, oh, he took him down and. Did yeah, but I, I'm in that Granby role. I mean, you did some things where it's like, if that was just, you had two months to get that shit honed and you, and I listen, I know it's all, I know it's, but I, cause I'm saying in the future, if you ever got matched up again, you never know. It's like, I don't well, think, that's, I, would, I wouldn't base shit, I wouldn't, go ahead. As long as we have a referee that understands that it's no gi rules and not gi rules, I think we'd be good to go no matter what, whether it was a one day notice or a two days notice, because those Granby rolls are pretty hard to stop unless you hook onto something. You know what I mean, dog? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I got you. Oh, I got, yeah, I got you. Shit, man. You see a lot lately of some jujitsu guys and grapplers 
they grab it inside that fucking glove. The glove yeah. It happened the other day with the jiu-jitsu uh, girl, Jacqueline. Yeah, like, uh, Sam Hughes is like, yo, what's up? Like, yeah, hey, but it's a, it's a part of the, it's a part of the uniform, right? So you know, you gotta learn how to deal with it. If it's a part of the uniform, I ain't mad at them. You gotta do what you gotta do to get people where you gotta get them. You can pop out them and do what you gotta do. So I like it. You know, there was a fight where Herb Dean told somebody recently. I think they were like, oh, I didn't do it. He's like, I saw your hand in the glove. Leon, and then, Leon, <laughs> Leon versus Leon. Oh, Leon, it was, yeah. it was great. Leon was like, I don't know what you're talking about, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and props to Herb. Fuck. He's like, no, no, I saw it. I was right there. And then you look at the replay. You're like, oh yeah, he fucking he hit his hand. And then he's like, I didn't mean to. And I, I do believe sometimes they don't even believe me to just replay. No, it's it's a part. Of, if you ever train in the gear, I mean, if things just naturally happen, I mean, some hey, you got to grab what you got to grab. It's the heat of the moment. If I grab the fence, I don't mean to grab the fence. Shit, I'm just trying to stay up on my feet. I mean, hey, can you blame me? You don't want to be down there. Give yeah, nutsack right away. Hey, it hurts. I mean, why? My own. Um, now let me ask you. Now the uh, were you talking to uh, Trump? I, I saw you kept turning around, and Dana and Trump were sitting behind you. Were you addressing him or Dana? I was. I was. I was actually when I was in the cage. Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was addressing Dana and Trump. I was saying, "Yo, Mr. President," but then I was like letting Dana know. I was like, "Not too bad, right? Not too shabby. Not too shabby." So uh, you know, just having a good time in there, and then my coach Shug would come and be like, uh, "Hey, hey, hey, focus, focus." So yeah. I get focus. Uh, it's funny though, because you heard Dana in the post fight thing, and they were asking what he was saying, and that 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 President Trump was going to him, going, "What is he saying?" And Dana's like, "I don't fuck." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> no, "I think it's kind of funny that you got the, the you know Trump sitting there going to him asking about you." I mean, I don't know. It's pretty funny. I thought I thought it was pretty cool too. Uh, for me, it was a surreal moment. Come on, man! Like I got a left hook knockout in front of Mike Tyson. That's a storybook telling. Yeah, I got to fight in Miami and win in Miami. That's fire as hell. And I got to impress the boss with a good knockout and overall clean up my act by the end of the day with a good performance. That's a whole fire. It's a storybook telling, dude. It's fire. Left hook knockout in front of Mike Tyson. That's it. Boy, I'm That's done. what I was going to ask you because it's funny to watch fighters respond to Mike when he's there because everyone likes Tyson. Yeah. Uh, does it change, not the way you fight, but you do you feel that in the cage, whether it's Mike or the former president or just somebody like, look, we're all, it's hard not to notice. Uh, you know what? I don't think it really changed like necessarily the way I fight, but it might change a little bit how I entertain, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, like when Khabib was there, you know, it's like win, lose or draw. I knew I was going to make sure that Khabib had a good time. Uh, I'm an entertainer. And at the end of the day, like you guys said, I like to entertain. So, hey, Mike Tyson's there. Mike Tyson needs to have a good time. President Trump's here. President yeah. needs to have a good time. The boss is here. The boss damn sure needs to have a good time. What more does the boss like than a knockout? A fucking knockout. So yeah, go out there and have a good time and show the boss what he likes. You know, talk a little shit, knock somebody's block off, and uh, face down, ass up. <laughs> and well, it was uh, a good stoppage, by the way. Great. Yeah. And yes. Know, it was sometimes it's like you can. Yeah, you can never. I I never really get mad at the guy because they don't know what's going on, man. They're, in their head, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine now, but you weren't fine a second ago. And sometimes it takes them a while to really accept that. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I hope he. I hope it, it got through to him because I know he was upset in the beginning. I mean, dude's dude's a warrior. I mean, uh, I I got a good little picture I want to drop, and I'm gonna drop it regardless. It just depends if he says anything crazy or not. It depends what my caption will be. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I got to be him face down. It was, no? stop. it was a good stop. I mean, yeah. if you look at the picture, you know he's down. He's in a bad spot, bro. That was a, that was a good stop. It was a good stop. He went face down to the mat, right? And then he came out. And the only reason you stopped hitting him is because he told you to stop hitting him. But he was not, I don't think he was doing anything to defend you hitting him or stop you from hitting him. 
I was already pretty much catapulting to go on top of the cage after taking a couple steps off before he really popped up and did the no, no, no. So, you know, I, I feel him 100% like, like Matt said, he's a warrior. He's supposed to do that. He's supposed to want to keep going. Uh, but it's the ref's job to stop us from doing anything further than damaging ourselves. You know right. what I mean? And uh, it's your corner's job, too, to make sure that you're good. So, uh, and I think everybody besides him was ingredients that it was a good stoppage. So, you know, still popped the Ponzinibbio for, you know, being the warrior that he is, you know. Kevin, congratulations. A great, great fight. Um, you, you looked good. You moved really well. And uh, I, I was happy for you. And I know it felt good to get that after a couple of uh, losses. And, and who's next? Do you know? Is it going to be uh, Kiesa? I, I don't know who's next. I, you know what? If, if something happens to um, to the guy he's fighting and, and they need somebody to step in for that Wonder Boy fight, I'll be ready at all times. And he, I, I don't know if he has the same exact agreement with me anymore because, you know, people do want to <laughs> see me grab if I get on top. But, uh, don't slip, Wonder Boy, or we won't be on the ground. Uh, that's all I can say. And uh, yeah, I would, I would love to do that fight. I, I was just talking to Ariel not too long ago. I would do that fight seven days a week. You know, uh, you know, I, I would always do that fight. You know, it's, uh, and if it's not him, whoever they have lined up for me, I know Michael Chiesa wasn't able to fight because right. Lang hurt. Uh, I would love to step in for that if he wants to do it sooner than later. Um, and if not, then. You know, I got Terrence McKinney. He just moved out here. I'm going to help him get ready for his next fight. I, hope, I hear he's fighting International Fight Week. So if I have to wait until after that, I'm fine with that, too. I just I want to make sure everybody around me is doing good, you know? You know, you know, Kevin, there's a lot of guys in there, and the guys are retiring recently. You got, like, Cowboy Cerrone the other night. Now we got, you know, Jorge Masvidal. And when these guys retire, when these guys were fighting, you always knew you would what you were getting when they were fighting, win or lose. You were getting some entertainment. So I feel it's like the circle of life. These guys are out now, and you're like that. You're one of those guys now. So when people see on a card, and whether it's they see, all right, oh, oh, oh shit, oh, Cowboy Cerrone's on this card. Oh, I know. So then they see Kevin Holland, like, oh, I know I'm getting something. Yeah. So that's what I want to tell you, man. Well done. You're, you're that new guy. You're that new you know, fan favorite. So fuck yeah. That that truly means a lot coming from you, brother. Thank you. I really appreciate that's it. That's how I feel. And I know Jimmy feels similar. Yeah, it was, I, I was happy for you and you look great. I mean, uh, we're looking forward to seeing whoever you fight next, Kevin. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Okay, yeah, buddy. Kevin. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Hell yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Listen, man, 
Yeah. Hey. You know who I would love to see, Matt, before I forget? Uh, uh, Kevin uh, Welterweight against uh, Michelle Pajeda. I think that would be a really entertaining fight. You know what, man? Yeah. Children behave. That's what they say when we'll be together. I fucked up. Jimmy, it's I want to see you on that Burt Kreischer roast. Wait, how do I watch that? OFTV. Dot com. If you go to OFTV, it's OnlyFans. Let me make sure it's OFTV. Everybody seems to love it. It's up now. You can watch it for free, you silly goose. I am silly. Yeah, OFTV.com. You click it, and it's the first thing that pops up on the page. You can't miss it. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. And Jimmy, we talked about the great Israel Adesanya and what he yeah. did. And I can't tell you, he did live his anime movie, and I am so, right. I'm so impressed. And uh, for a guy to lose to a guy that many times and say, you know what? No, I'm going to have my moment. I don't give a shit. Yep. And it was right out of a movie. And uh, again, that guy's going to go down as one of the best. I just, I love his, his balls, man. I love his, his how brave he is. Yeah. Whether it's challenging to go up to fight Jan Blahovitz to get a double champ situation there, or to fucking just beat a guy that's a challenging guy that, that, that just beat him and, and finished him to finish him. It's amazing, man. Anyway, but really quick, I know before we go, I just wanted to say um, Gilbert Burns, you know, with the great Jorge Masvidal. Oh, yeah. He retired in his home city. He did, you know, that guy has a career to look back on to tell his grandkids about that, you know, the BMF champ, the the, the fights that he had, that knee on Ben Askren is a knee that was forever going to be in the yeah. MMA archives as a, a great moment, the fa- one of the fastest, if not the fastest victory in UFC history. And uh, hey, listen, man, great career and congrats on that. And yeah. congrats to Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is just looking better and better and better. Yeah. And he's answering, he's fill, he's figuring out all the games of the top guys and he's beating them all. So I really want to see the next time I want to see Gilbert Burns, I want to see him fighting for a fucking title. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess, and before we go, Matt, it looks like, Who's going to be next? Uh, do eventually? I don't think Alex gets Israel next, even though it's it's belt swapping. I I still think that they maybe make Alex fight somebody else before he fights Israel a third time. In the if if it happens at all, um, or maybe another couple of fights. But who does who does Adesanya fight? I mean, he's beaten. Um, he's beat obviously Whitaker. He's beaten Vittori, Cannonier, Costa. I guess Driscus Duplessis. Does he fight him? I mean, I mean, who's next? Hey man, the lead Zay is up. That you know, it, I mean, yeah, this, I mean, those you are to, you get to sit back and see, uh, yeah, who stands out amongst all these fucking warriors. Yeah, Jimmy, behave. All right, listen. Do you want to? Um, I'll finish. I'm going to work that out, and we'll finish that next time. Do you want to? It's basically the song Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany's a, a pop artist from the '90s and uh, or the '80s, late '80s, and. Uh, you know, she used to do. She used to date one of the, the the new kids on the block, but we'll delve into that next time. On yeah, what do you want to plug, Jimmy? Wednesday night, I am going to be in um, the Fat Black Pussycat here in New York, and again, go to OFTV.com and watch that Burt Kreischer roast. It's really great. You can come see me in uh, New Jersey and Bethlehem in May, and Cleveland in two weeks. I'm finally getting back out to Cleveland, Jimmy. You know how much I love you. I, had a good I love time. you, Matt. I had a great yes, time. me too. Thank you to our guest, Rob Font, the great Kevin Holland. And Matt, I'll talk to you in two days. Two days too long. Oh, come on now. Bye, everyone. Let's see you.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.